All right, all right, all right. This is Will Dick with the Art of Floundering Podcast. Along with me is Wes from Stream Surf with Wes and Jess, as well as we enjoy every day. As we wait for people to join us, we'll play a song. <clears throat> this will be uh, Caleb McGee doing an original of his called Pensioner's Blues. I think it's a good song for the times afterwards. We'll be right back. So if you're listening to this on recording, you want to just get right to the conversation. You might want to fast forward roughly four minutes and 18 seconds. Here's Caleb McGee. This uh, next one's one of mine. This song is called Pensioner's Blues. I wrote it, uh, wrote it a few years ago about, uh, about people getting laid off while other people make money. Mike Reminder, Wes, when we come back. Back they said they didn't need his shift anymore. Said he wants two years out from his pension. The back they said they didn't need his shift was a cost-saving measure put in place by men who'd never been hungry before. Oh, that CEO made himself a fortune. Went out and bought himself a brand new yacht. Oh, I said that CEO made himself a fortune. Went out and bought himself a brand new yacht. All the men of third shift wanted was that monthly pension that they earned and that gold watch. Just as tight as he can. He spent 38 long years making parts. 
now he's holding on just in time. Right in CK. That's the first thing that happens when you make a machine to take the job, the job of a All right, that was Caleb McGee covering his original song, Pensioner's Blues. And I got Wes's mic on. Wes, good morning. Let's do a quick mic check. Good morning. Mic check, mic check. How is everyone today? It's going well. So the first time, I mean, we've got, we were talking, man. And I kind of, let's get into the end of times and we'll we'll end with Adult Swim because that'll be fun. And end of times will be kind of <laughs> critical, I would think. But what we were saying, you were mentioned what mentioned what you were talking about without using names. What 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 you were with your neighbor? I uh, I was out earlier this morning, had to do some shopping, had to pick up some milk, and uh, uh, talking to the cashier, and uh, and she was talking about the current situation and everything dealing with COVID and with Afghanistan, you know, everything world politics, and uh, her thing was she. She thought it was just time for God to go ahead and uh, go ahead and take his people and uh, ask, you know, it said, if, if you believe that sort of thing, which I guess it was surprising to her that I that I don't. Right. But uh, uh, that that was that was it was one of those end times uh, situations where it's, you know, they uh, the prophecy has all come true kind of thing like it has for hundreds of years for people. Right. And I'm not yeah, on this. I mean, you know, on the different, I really am not, you know, I mean, I, I real, I mean, from a high level, it, it seems like most kind of world thoughts have this factored in. Like there's an, there's an end prediction, you know, Nostradamus was a guy that, you know, and then like what we were talking about, a lot of these are really vague, but before we get into that, what I was mentioning to you was, you know, the interesting thing is, and I, you know, it, that let's just say somebody has this in, in belief and I'm not going to judge the belief, but let's just say they do, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, these times kind of feed into it. Like if you have a belief that in whatever it is you believe that end of times, Hey, Howard, good morning, man. Peace and love to Howard, man. Um, but if you believe in this stuff, it just seems like the events, if you want them to, if you, if you are predisposed to think to believing that there's an end times, these recent events would 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 fuel that. I don't right, Wes. I mean, I don't think you could deny that. If you had that belief, you could use current events to kind of justify it. Well, I'm I'm in an area of the country where I would say the majority of the people in the county I live in have that belief, and when they when they go to their house of worship on Sunday, that belief is reinforced. They are told uh, and have been told since they were kids that they are living in the end times. Uh, uh, the, the term that I like to use for it is death cult because it's, it's waiting for that life after death uh, and that, that we're in the end times. Jesus is coming back. There are faded signs uh, about Jesus coming back that have got to be 30 or 40 years old all over the, so the sides of the road here. Right. And there's new ones. 
because you just, you know, somebody's got to keep the sign makers uh, in business. But uh, yeah, it's uh, with all that's going on and, you know, they're overloaded with it. But uh, as as I mentioned when we were talking earlier, it's uh, you can interpret these things, uh, whatever's happening in the current uh, day, whatever has been going on, uh, they find a way to connect to the uh, is it Daniel? Is it Matthew? The prophecies that they have in there, and oh, here's what's going to bring about the end times. And the 1800s, you had a number of cults that uh, that that had the same thing, and uh, people actually even setting dates. Here's where the world's going to end, and then that date comes, and they just move that date on forward. Oh, uh, we we misinterpret it a little bit. Let's move it forward, but. Yeah, I, I live where everybody lives their life like, well, you know, none of this really matters because Jesus is coming back and I'm on his list. So I'm going back. Uh, well, well, here here's uh, my don't. theory. Here's my theory. You know, we're not that evolved as people. I mean, we are and we're not, you know, and I don't think I think it's pretty simple. I think most people, when they look out on humankind, go, you know, eventually because we know ourselves. Right. We we there's a story. I sit here and there's virtue signals I do, but I know deep down I, I want to eat a lot. I want fucking I want to consume a lot. And I just know and I and I don't know. You know what? I can try to fight against that. It seems like a lot of these world thoughts are to fight against what our base instinct is. Right. And so anyway, yeah. um, so I don't think it's a big stretch to no matter what time you live in to realize, man, humankind's going to fuck this up eventually. Right. Eventually, we're going to fuck this up. You know, uh, you, you know, I mean, unless something and I don't think that's very hard to imagine. And I so, so I think that's reflected in all these different eras of end of times, because look, man, I mean, I, I, I think we'll fuck it up. But I don't think I, you know, I don't think God's going to come down. But I don't think that's a hard prediction to make that sometime in our future, the fucking planet will fucking die and we'll die. Or, or whatever, you know, or we'll, we'll, we'll overconsume or we'll fucking put ourselves into extinction. You, you, you know what I mean? Or we'll, we'll, I don't think that's hard for people to imagine, regardless of what time area you lived in. Cause if you look at, if you look at the history, we, we continue to do the same shit, you know, just we have, oh, better, yeah. we have better I, tools now. You know, we're not out there. We're fucking in the bronze era, man. We're in the nuke era, but that's, we're still doing the same things. And so I just don't think it's, I don't know. What do you think? I, 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 you know, it's not hard well, to say we're going to fucking end this. I mean, I, it's just the details are foggy, you know? Uh, we have, well, it's, it almost becomes self-fulfilling at that point. Right. We, we are, we are screwing the planet up. We are destroying, we're over-consuming. We treat uh, this, this finite planet uh, as though it has infinite resources and, uh, and we live, we live in a in a structure where there has to be growth. We're not looking for a status quo. We're not looking for a for a point of stability. We have to aim for growth, growth, and and again with finite resources, how do you do that? But uh, when you have so many people that that believe it's all part of some divine intervention and divine plan, that's those are the people that like with climate change. We see what has to be done. Uh, scientists tell us the steps that we need to take. We we have we need to make drastic changes if we don't want that to be how we get wiped out. You know, it could be an asteroid, could be super volcano, could be, could be whatever. Prime. It could be us. It could be you know, 
Uh, it could be a but fire. The death cult, they don't. They won't participate in the solution. Uh, they well, this is just God's will, and we're not making any changes to our lifestyle uh, based on based on this. God, God's in control of all this, and so uh, and and so you can't get any participation out of them to try and hey, maybe maybe you're off by 500 years with the way God's going to be coming back. Let's try to make it to that 500 year mark. Uh, you know, they, they won't take the steps because we're clearly harming the planet, but they just believe, well, that's just a part of the plan. Uh, cause, cause that's what they're told to believe. That's what they're told from the time they're young. So you can't get them to participate. We all see it's dying. They think it's because of God. We know it's us. I mean, we're, we're destroying everything. We're an invasive species on this planet. But uh, that's what's frustrating. They won't participate in the conversation as to, well, how can we mitigate these problems? How can we, uh, how can we make, it, make it so that we don't have the mass migrations, the, the, the famines that we're going to end up with due to, due to climate change and crop failures and things along those lines? Uh, they they don't want to talk about that because that's not their narrative. Well, it seems like the the mindset might might it just might permit you know because there's almost like this on some of the science. Look, I'm no expert. I've been checked out, but some of the science I see is almost resignation that there, there's nothing we can do about human nature. So let's look to how can we you know offport fucking trash into space? How can we fucking you, you know? Uh, it, it's it, it's so it's almost recognition like you know we're gonna do this you, you know we're gonna do this so it, let's just instead of putting time and effort into changing that behavior let's put time I, I'm I'm just a real stretch but I'm sure there's no a no you're out there. you're right let's put a time and effort how how are we gonna exploit other areas of space so we can continue to do what we're doing because I, I look I let's take out dogma for a second you know how much of this is evolution in us you know this constant fucking drive you know i mean it's like i you can't beat and i'm not i mean there's pros and cons to all this and i'm not i'm not defending i'm just stating is you know is what we're doing just are we programmed to do this and and you know is this hunt and gather mentality on steroids i i don't know but we seem obsessed as a species on fucking creating a better mousetrap continuing to do that we continue to is do that, that not though a product of the of the world that we're brought into we're part and of that, that we have you know what i mean we we as human beings i mean so you know if that world was if that was so diametrically opposed to our human nature there'd be revolts in the street but i argue that it is not diametrically opposed that each of us in our own way it, it it could be different things is driven to do something and keep improving on that why that is and you see it with athletes people that knit i don't care what it is right and it, it, it is us what we're doing why are we doing this why why do we continue I, I to try to do think this? there is a connection though when you look at more i think the connection is when when the society we're talking about entered into global trade and the drive for that competitiveness when you look at uh because there there are uh, uncontacted tribes that well they haven't formed their own their own capitalistic society right. so i don't know that it's necessarily uh, uh in us 
as an evolution thing or is it that our society has grown to this as our economies globalized when we were crossing oceans from the time we started crossing oceans and uh and and then once you became a part of that trade route once those societies became a part of the and and uh grew to that point then then from the time you're brought up your rewards come from that growth your rewards uh your reward system from when you oh you get to have this you get to have this because of this job because of this sale because of so uh we see it from an early age i don't know if it's hardwired or if it's the direction we've gone but i do i mean it's the only way it could have been uh, uh, uh things couldn't have changed i'm i'm one of those that really doesn't doesn't view things as though uh there's randomness you're going to make that choice and that that choice was made in a brain based on electrical impulses based on all the past experience and so you uh, regardless of how much you think something through you were going to make the choice you were going to make right. uh, i don't know if there's any true free will when you look at things on a level of matter so it it is all the evolution of of our species it's just a are we one of them that dies out or are we one of them that that spreads out through the through the galaxy uh, uh, again though ai bring on the ai that's why i want to be in their zoos i want to cheer them on right. and say yes yes you 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 make it all better for us that's how i want it <laughs> you know um go to switch gears sort of uh it, I just I did I, I don't want to delve into it too much, but there I did find that article a trillion dollars worth of lithium in Afghanistan, untapped resources. And um and God knows what else, right? And so I remember reading that article back around 2009. And I I, I thought I, I don't want to say, but I thought it was more than a trillion. Trillions a lot, especially for a company, a, a country like Afghanistan. And so there's a lot of interest as you as you could imagine from a lot of people and so you know just that 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 you know speaking of resources you know who knows who knows where the next vital resource we need may and you talk about global who knows you know uh you know would we be paying as much attention to the middle east all these years were it not for oil i'm not i'm not gonna make that argument but you know who knows and and so it, it's going to be interesting what happens because you know we're really running out of some resources that are whole i mean and i think you know when you look at the supply chain and this is just inconvenience like fucking lunchables and and there's chips and so it's sort of right now inconvenient right now and and so but that's you know things are very fragile we forget that because our systems really are well run I mean that we've we've created these great logistic systems of getting things done if you you know if everything operates at optimum right but it's fragile and we're and and I think getting back I think that feeds into the end of times I mean you you know if you go into your Walmart and you can't find whatever the fuck it is you want and you just see bare shelves everywhere and Walmart who is known for gross abundance and all of a sudden you're seeing somebody like Walmart wait a minute Walmart never runs out of shit. I mean, they always, they have just in time inventory. They're like the, you know, what yeah. the hell? And, you know, and so that feeds in, I think that feeds into, I mean, look, I mean, I'm not like a religious guy, but I, I'm, I mean, I kind of, for example, like getting back to my license, I'm just like, what the fuck is really the point stressing over this? 
It's not like I got a shitload of time, you, you, you know, and it's like, you know, I'm going to, I was talking with my nephew. I said, you know, it's, it's not going to end well and it's going to be fucked up, but you know, I'll deal with that when that time comes, but I'm really not, you know, yep. what the hell? I mean, what are you, what are you going to do to me? You're going to throw me in fucking jail because, or, or whatever, <laughs> you, you know, I mean, I'm trying, your system's so good. I mean, I just am getting to, and I can't believe it, dude, but I'm getting to the point, like the fuck throw me in jail. I mean, waste your resources on this shit. I've tried. I'm not going to fucking jump through every fucking hoop in the world. I've jumped through a few. I don't know. It's just, it's my attitude is weird and it's not healthy. I guess it's a radio parlance, peace and love. It's not healthy if I want to like do things, but that's just kind of where I'm at. And it, and like I said, with the end of times, I just think everybody's like that. And I'm, I'm not clinging to a religion. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, I'm burnt out. I don't know. Maybe it's burnout, Wes. Sorry. What do you think, dude? I, I think it is. I think we're all getting burned out because we are. Uh, you use the right phrase. Uh, everything is just in time production, right. which means when there is a hiccup somewhere along that uh, that supply chain, boom, it's felt uh, it's felt in a much more dramatic way than when you're producing. Uh, uh, other than that, I found that uh, I found that uh, interesting that. Uh, the uh, trillion dollars worth of lithium and and lithium being so important. Yes. Uh, with since Afghanistan is in the news and we've seen you know what has happened there, I had talked about uh, right the back. other day how we didn't treat Russia uh, the way that uh, when uh, the Soviet Union fell, we didn't make the same investment in in them so that they could they could then uh, enter into enter into the global economy on a, on a better level and, and feel good about themselves. I, it would be, it'll be interesting to see how we deal with Afghanistan, especially if they're resource rich, especially if, uh, if you have lithium like that because of batteries, because of all the, the battery technology uh, in everything we own, there's lithium batteries. And so if they have that, if they have that resource there, will there be, the investment from the uh, private sector will the private sector put the investment into Afghanistan so that then there are resources that can then distribute throughout the people and and they can have a society uh, raise up or will we treat them as the still the enemy and we have to isolate and until you start dealing with things a better way we're not going to do business with you uh, I, that's I I think we need to make investments in the area if we want to see more peace in the area. We need to, like we did with Germany uh, after World War II, like we like we did in so many places, Japan. We didn't we didn't thumb them down and just kill them. We invested in them. We invested in these places, and they became they became prosperous, good neighbors of ours, if you will. Right. And that's I think how we need to treat. Uh, Treat Afghanistan uh, I don't, I don't is, know. To, is to give them investment. Right. I don't know what I don't know. Right. I don't I don't know if this is like, you know, on paper, this is like super fucking expensive in today's technology to get to. So I don't know what I don't know. So that's my disclaimer. But I'm shocked that you would think that. I mean, I think I read this article at least a couple years ago. I think I read the article before I got hurt. So I think I read this article prior to 2016. It's right around when Obama ramped up troops, I think. Okay. Anyway, I'm shocked 
that no effort was put into help the country use that resource to help build the country. Because according to the article I read, it's just still kind of just, yeah, it's there, but really it's just there. No, no plan. And, and so there, there may be a reason for that. Right. And so I don't know, but let's just say there's not a reason for that. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that there, there, there was no real, you know, like, Hey, this is how you can get access it. Let's put a fucking system in place. I mean, cause that, that could really be used to really help that. Like you said, bring that country into it. it it's not somebody imposing a will that's them. That's them quote, learning how to fish for themselves and it could transform that country, you know, but who knows exactly who knows what was done. I, I, you know, but you know, it's shocking to me knowing what little I know that nothing was, I mean, cause you wouldn't, I mean, I don't work in foreign, but you wouldn't be an idiot. Like, okay, we're trying to get this country to fucking stand up on its own two feet. They're sitting on a trillion dollars worth of lithium resource. You know, why don't we fucking help them out and show them how to fucking make this work for them? Instead of and, leaving, and now we got a vacuum with a trillion dollars worth of fucking lithium, and every snapper head in the fucking area has got their eyes on it, you know. And so now, good luck, game on, you know. If the if the Taliban can actually make the uh, the changes that they're uh, saying they're going to make, that they it's uh, and show some compassion, because we we've been an occupying force for twenty years, yeah. And so that lithium, you would need. You would need private sector, I believe, to really to really get that investment and get that because uh, we we're in there doing our. I mean, it's another Vietnam peacekeeping operation. Is all it is. We're not we're not really fighting the war. We're we're picking and choosing who in this country are our enemies, and uh, and so we you would need the private uh, sector. And I don't think we've had a stable situation stable enough. For the private sector to ever feel like they could go in and set up shop and and make things work there uh yeah i there's a lot uh, of hopefully that, that happens uh i think that's good we'll just like i said it's just something to keep your eye on man but getting okay back to the end of times man okay <laughs> so i i don't have any comments from anybody but like like i said it's it i do think i don't you know i mean if you're predisposed i mean how many are there any, is there any weird ones in, are there any weird death cults in the news lately? I know there's this one, what's this, there's this one woman that fucking, uh, God, I wish I can come up with her name. Uh, I, 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 there's some, there's some fucking thing out there, new spirituality that kind of professes the other life and people, I, I forgot the name of this thing. I, I should have fucking read there's, her, sorry. There's so many of them and they're all. They're all feeding into the into the end time stuff now. Geez, we saw uh, evangelicals and the the gravitation. There could not have been, I there could not have been a more clear that you talk about the end times and the uh, and the things that we see in the news. Well, nobody talks about the Antichrist and all of the all of the connections between everything about the Trump cult that fit right into the freaking antichrist uh well, that fit the, the all with the red hats uh with the slogan across their foreheads the yeah, the charismatic yeah. figure that will lure all the christians away that to me uh seems more hey there might be some truth here <laughs> when i saw what was happening with with uh with trump support uh and feeding into all that with the antichrist i 
the end time stuff, it, it doesn't seem any more than it's always been to me. Well, what's it, you know, what's interesting is I just did a Google and, um, you know, I remember, and, and this is, and this is interesting to talk about cause I'm 56 and I, maybe people listening to this will remember this, but the first thing that as a kid was Jonestown. Right. Oh, I remember watching the caskets coming off of the planes. 1978 is when this went down. And this was like, you know, Jim Jones had this thing. I believe it was in the Bay Area church. And, you know, he would take everybody. That was his shtick. I, I, everybody, you're all and and they gradually started building up this community. You know what I mean? Let's take care of one another. And then it's like, if you look at any kind of religion, government starts, whatever, they start fucking with them. And he's like, okay. And so they find Guyana, South America, right? Where this insanity ensues, man. And, you know, by the, the according to the books I've read and, 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 and some of the miniseries, quite frankly, there was one done with uh, Powers Booth that's really good. Um, that's the one I like. Yeah, that's yeah, the one yeah, I like. You know, because, <laughs> I mean, Jones was flying on fucking smack. He was fucking stoned half the time. But, you know, fucking all those people, but not there's some, they had the force, but a lot of people willingly quote, drank, drank the Kool-Aid. And that's where that phrase is from. They drank the Kool-Aid. Yep. And look, you know, it, not everybody, it, you know, all walks of life fall into this. And, and none of us are like as smart as we think we are. We could all, like I talk about AA, you, you, we can, we can find ourselves like, holy shit. I'm in, uh, this is more mind control than what I thought. Right. And, um, maybe some of those people didn't quite get to that, that point, but I, I argue the longer you stay in those environments, the more you f start figuring it out. But that was like that for me, Jonestown growing up was a mind fuck, man. I mean, I think I was like 13, something or somewhere in there. Yeah. those 13 when Jonestown went down and I was just like, wow, you, you know what I mean? And now, it's yeah, probably, that, uh, you know, you've got you've got the comet people, the 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 bop comet or whatever, and you've got I, I forgot this other one, but you you've got a lot of you know, yeah, we could you know, you've got quote mainstream religion, but this is everywhere. This kind of thinking is everywhere. You, you know, it's not you can't, in my opinion, you can't just say, well, it's everybody that's a no. It's like you can find people that you know believe in xenu or whatever the fuck it is and it's in there it's in their narrative you you, you, you know what i mean it's like the oh like yeah it's coming and it and even if even if you're just quote spiritual then you got these offshoots you, you know and uh i it, it's probably it's it's probably an easy market to tap right now if you were a huckster or like Peter Popoff and you're wanting to sell mineral spring water or any, you know, I'm not trying to tell anybody to do this, but if I was lined up and I had a bit of, you know, larceny in my heart, this would be a great time, man, to go out there with, look guys, I got a message. I had a, you know, and I got something that really fucking worked for me. And let me tell you my fucking story, man. Then all of a sudden the fucking, the, the lizard God came back or whatever the fuck it was. And, 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 you know, make it a little bit divisive, outrageous like that. You know, you're going against the doctrine of the lizard guard, God, you idiot. You know, this kind of shit on Twitter and just be say outrageously fucking insane shit. Get a following. Half the people tell me to go fuck myself. The other people are like you're right on, man. The lizard God fucking speaks truth. Damn right, man. Lizard God told me he doesn't like anybody holding hands, man. If I see people holding hands, you're all fucking apostates in the lizard God's fucking eyes and you're going straight to fucking outer darkness and lizard hell, man. And they're like, oh, shit, man. 
And then other people going like, oh, quit, pre quit preaching your fucking lizard hate. I'm like, hey, fuck you, man. I'm not preaching hate. I'm preaching truth. And the reason why I'm telling you this is because I really fucking love you. The lizard gods fucking really fucking hate you right now because you're holding hands. So quit it. You know, but you know what I'm saying? Now's the time, man. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. There's going to be some. It's a great time. It's like the 1830s or 1800s in America. New country, a lot of uncertainty, you know? And wow, Native Americans, where did they come from? And all this kind of thing, right? And then, you know, gee whiz, we got away from all that, quote, persecution. Now we're free to believe in whatever kind of fucking we want to believe in. You have this, you know, big fucking deal. And, and you know, the yeah. second great awakening or whatever, right? And a lot of shit that's, that's, that's still present today. I said time period fascinates me. But uh, this might be, I mean, it might be Looney Tunes, but. Dude, I think the times are right, man. We should we should develop I, a fucking philosophy and start throwing it out there on the live stream, man. I'm I'm joking. I, I have that, but. I have too many scruples. Yeah. I can't I can't be that guy. And really, really throughout time, it's been the time when you look. Uh, uh, religion has been used uh, 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 to to dominate to to run people's lives, and maybe that we were talking about. Are we evolutionary? Are we predisposed to uh, to uh, to this uh, growth, to this to this trying to get ahead thing that we were talking about? I think I think what we're talking about now, this is where we have that that uh, we can't handle not knowing. We would much rather cling to an answer, I believe, uh, and and just take away the question of I don't know. We want to find answers. And people will cling to those. And that's why I think it's easy for religions to, they fill in the blanks. Oh, here's the answer. It's, it's religion. And then once you buy into it, but they, they they've been doing that for thousands of freaking years. Uh, it just, it gets a lot more news now. It gets I, a, you only would hear about the local one before. Now you're hearing about them all. I'd like to, uh, I'm worried that we might be turning off people and look, this is peace and love. So I want to, I want to read a Bible passage to let you know that this is safe. <laughs> um, and I'm not going to read the whole thing. Cause I really don't get into that. They're the vow and shit. Um, it's really, it's, uh, you know, and I've read that thing a million fucking times and I, it's like fucking, I can't get through. It's just hard, but this is Ezekiel 23, 20. Oh, I know that. I know the And lusted. <laughs> after their lovers whose sexual members were like those of donkeys and whose emissions was like that of stallions hang on yeah so anyway uh ezekiel twenty three twenty. Right, don't I forget it people <laughs> You know, when you're feeling down and you need that message, when you need, when things are too heavy on you and you can't carry that load anymore, Ezekiel 23, 20, uh, open up that Bible and read and, and you'll have a different perspective. Well, let know, the spirit touch you. <laughs> like I said, I have a different, you know, my, my, my take on, 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 on religion is different than you. I I'm like a, like, Hey Pete, you know, whatever. But having said that, you know, I think it's safe to say that, you know, we, we have, we have crazy people in our world and, you know, there, there are things crazy people can latch on that to helps facilitate crazy religions. One of them, politics is another, um, 
you know, there's all kinds of walks of life that if you're crazy, you, you know, or not thinking right, you can kind of maybe find a home and to, to really expand upon your insanity. Um, and, and, and I mean, come on, cause regardless of what you, where you land, you know, and I'm respect, look, I get it. I don't have any answers. I don't know. So regardless of where you land, I think most of us could agree that Peter Popoff's magical fucking spring water that will cure cancer is a fucking joke, right? Is this, yep. uh, is a fucking huckster. You know, these are the people I'm talking about, the, the hucksters out there. And I think if you are a huckster, good God, I mean, I can't imagine the cons that are, I mean, just these phone calls alone that the fucking cops are going to be at your fucking door. Uh, those ones kill me. Hey, man, um, we're, we're calling you as a favor. We're going to come arrest you in about 10 minutes. But if you were to transfer, I don't know, five grand, we'll call the whole thing off. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, gee whiz, will you just take a couple hundred right now? I fuck with these guys all the time. You, you know, I'll just go like, <laughs> fuck man. I, I only have X amount and they're like, that's not good enough. And then I'm like fucking negotiating with them on staying out of jail. You know, I'm like, well, look, can I throw in some stuff? I got a guitar that's worth some money. I mean, it's, you know, uh, it, it, but those kind of things. Okay. So end of times, let's go to something where, that's so dark. Adult Swim. So dark. That's so, and I just want to say, it's the only, Ezekiel 23.20 is the only scripture I have ever posted online. I made a meme with it. Uh, and so for you to go to the minute you, you said what, what it was you were reading, it was, oh, I know this. It's, it's my favorite passage. It's yeah. Adult Swim. Adult Swim. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Adult uh, you need to be on Adult Swim. Well, you know, it, 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 this is how the approach I want to talk about is Adult Swim could be a metaphor. Adult, and we could talk about what Adult Swim is. But, um, you know, it, it, I'm at it. It's weird. You, you know, uh, life is weird. Um, I'm sure, like, large organizations are great. I'm so fucking biased West because of my experiences. Right. And I need to get over this. I want nothing to do with a, a business process. You know what I'm saying? You know? And yeah. so, um, you know, when we, and I'm a quote creator, but my motivation for creating is I use this as a pain management tool to get through the day because I'm disabled with a spinal injury and the pain is horrific. And this, um, it's every fucking day and it hurts like there's no fucking tomorrow and it's miserable. And I could sit here and I could feed on that. And, and if I did that, then everything those doctors said would be true. I'd die. I would have died before yeah. getting here. So this is the only way that uh, my motivation is radically different. And it's like, like we're talking about building the better mousetrap. I don't know why I'm doing it. I, I just do it. I think it's just, it's whatever's in my head. I don't, it, it's it, like I said, it's cool if people dig it, you know, but that's not, I don't, I don't sit there and go like, man, I hope people dig this. I just go, I know I, I go most of the time I go, fuck, I'm losing my mind. I'm 56 and I've got puppets that are fucking here and I'm trying to choreograph a sex scene with puppets. That's funny and artistic all at the same time. And so <laughs> that is insane. And I recognize that, but I, you know, now having said that, 
when you talk, you know, cause I've had some people, Hey, you know, you should do adult swim and that's flattering, you know, want that's flattering to hear, but you know, I wonder, you know, and when we had Joel on and we were talking about art and Joel was a musician in Austin and, and, you know, and he had, and he had, he was very accomplished. And basically he was like, if you don't have quote representation, all this shit. And I'm like, I get all those quote rules, but I'm like, fuck those rules. Those, those rules are why, are why we have so many fucking creative people out there that we don't know about because of those fucking yeah. rules. Right. Uh, you know, the adult swims and the fucking comedy centrals, fuck them. They can go fuck themselves, man. They, they want to say they have a monopoly on creative thought. They can lick my fucking taint. I mean, that's where I'm, that's where I come from. You know, creativity is just like knowledge. It belongs to the fucking public. And so, you know, if people dig what I do, great. And, and if they, if they, if they go like, Hey, you know what, this guy, you know what? He's, he's fucking old. He's falling apart his shit, but what he wants to do with this, I can get behind that. And then, then I'm getting engagement and people that are not virtue fucking signaling and not going, I stand yep. with this cause, but going like, Hey, you know what? Maybe I'll help this guy with his fucking community puppet theater and start fucking doing ex con puppet shows and shit like that, or fucking Valley Brook and really listen to what this guy's trying to do. I'd rather do that than sign up with some fucking soul sucking corporation that's going to fuck them. And, but that's, that's kind of like my mindset coming in, but I don't know. And, but I, I can, you know, I have the luxury right now of having that mindset. I recognize that, you know, because I'm, I, you know, I've got my little fucking bullshit from working in the system, right? You know, it's not going to make me rich, but I won't starve. So I can make decisions based off what's good for my soul. Not, so I'm in a different privileged position, so to speak. Um, but having said that, that's, Maybe I'm wrong and I don't know adult swim from fucking Adam, but I know corporations and I know corporations don't give a fuck about creativity. They give a fuck about net present value and they give a fuck about return on investment and squeezing every ounce of fucking efficiency they could get out of every fucking thing to include the art. Hey, is there a way we can make your art more efficient? I mean, do you really have to say all that? You know, the cost in that is kind of gets in the way of fucking tasty profits. Fuck you. Fuck you, Adult Swim. Fuck you, Comedy Central. Fuck you, all your fucking establishments. Spotify, go fuck yourself. You think that you can own creative content? Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm not going to listen to your fucking echo chambers of fucking ass clowns you throw up there. Hey, today we're going to fucking, I know what I'll do. I'll rant against Trump. Okay, and then I'll be the show that rants against Biden. Well, that's fucking compelling. Let's, get, let's jump on that fucking train, Spotify. Fuck you. Go fucking lick my taint, man. And, you know, anybody listen to this, man. I mean, let's fucking, you want to create and fucking support independent. Don't fucking virtue signal. Oh, I stand with independent. Do you? Do you really fucking do that? Or are you virtue signaling? I, I fucking vote that people are virtue signaling. Oh, I stand with independent art while I fucking click and ship from fucking Amazon. So yep. my take is fuck them. I, I appreciate the feedback. I love it. I want people to dig my work, man. But I want, you know, if people follow it, I want, I want it to be that way. You know, at, 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 you know, at this phase of my life, as much as I have fucked up and as much as I sold my soul and done fucking reprehensible things, the last thing I want to do is getting bored with another fucking Penetron. Maybe, maybe I have PTSD from my, but Wes, that's my take on it. And, and maybe it's a little negative, but that's how I see it. Am I 
fucked up here? You can tell me I'm fucked no. up. No, 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 I'm not going to. I'm not going to say you're fucked up. And there's a, uh, uh, especially when you bring up comedy central, uh, when we, when we look at Dave Chappelle with comedy central and, and these, uh, we saw it happen in radio. Right. We, we saw newspapers die. We saw, we saw radio, uh, and, uh, and the music producers, uh, when did YouTube come out? Was it, uh, it was, it was 2000 something. I want to say six ish somewhere in the early 2000s. But see, Adult Swim, Adult Swim was several years before that. Uh, still in the position where, where the, uh, the content creators, if you wanted anyone to see your stuff, right. you had to be on one of these networks. And, and they're going through that transition where, because guys like you and I, we put shit out. We just put it out there and, and our audience may be small. Uh, some of these get bigger audiences, but, but the, uh, People can create and they can be independent and there's great stuff everywhere out there that isn't, that isn't backed by a, a network, isn't backed by a, a music studio, a Sony isn't backing them or something like that. So, uh, I, I, your, your statement resonates with so many people. Fuck them. Fuck well, them. Like I'm the putting my stuff out the, anyway. I'm going to, I'm going to do it on my own. The guy I played at the beginning of this, Caleb McGee. Why the fuck yes. has he got to work at Habitat for Humanity, you know, as a fucking day job or, uh, you, you, you know, and it, it, because, because, guys, we have Comedy Centrals, we have Sonys, we have fucking, and I, I'm sure Adult Swim started out novel, but as things progress and tasty profits come into the picture and we're all, it, 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 so what's, you know, what's happening with art? You know, and there's sort of a, re you, you, you know, people go, oh, wow, there's a revolution. Really? The revolution is these, these companies are coming in and how can we monetize this? How can we tap into this? Wow, there's a lot of clicks and views and a lot of retention here. Ooh, let's look at the analytics. Fuck that. You know, and I, I get that that's, I'm not stupid. I mean, I went to school for all this. I get that if you're running a business, but I just think it's time to really, really art. Uh, however you define that creativity, it's time for people to just fucking say, Hey man, you know, this, if, if you can to try to try to build something outside of all that, but, but, but that's intent is not to like fucking serve. It's I'm not, I don't want to build that so I can be Will Dick, the fucking peachy keen dude. It's other reasons. And I'm not, very, it's not that I'm a great guy. Like I said, I mean, I, this is the only way I can get through the day. I mean, if I could get yeah. through the day not given and, and just saying, hey, fucking being angry, that would be my method. But this is, I mean, it's either this or I, I'm just really, I'm, I'm sitting over there going, fuck, things suck, you know? And so my motivation is different. But, you know, a lot of creativity comes from suffering. So, you know, how many, how many, how many, how many people are pretty vulnerable when they're talking to somebody, you know, they're creative types and, they're, you know, they're creating some fantastic art because they're fucking miserable, right? And then yep. in comes yep. your fucking, Hey man, we're really, you know, and golly gee willikers. Don't worry about the fine print. We'll take care of all that on the back end. Yeah. You know, and they use all this fucking really, you know, Enron kind of accounting to say, Hey, yeah, on paper, it looks like we brought in billions, but when you factor in things, you kind of owe us money, you know, this kind of shit, you know, that was what Dave Chappelle ran into with mm -hmm. Chappelle show, uh, from comedy central. Uh, they owned his uh, likeness. They owned his name. They owned all that in perpetuity. And he talks about when he was young 
and he had his lawyer. Uh, uh, he had a his representative who wasn't necessarily representing him. He was representing a deal and putting that deal together. And it wasn't a good deal for him. Mm -hmm. And he, he fought here recently to get all the rights back. And, and, uh, and Comedy Central capitulated. HBO capitulated. They, they came back because they had fucked him over with the ownership of, of all of his creative work at that point. Right. Uh, and that's what they do with uh, the music industry, all those industries. Uh, it's all in flux. Uh, you know, because things don't happen overnight and you you and I are a part of it. We're the ones we're the ones putting stuff out there. So there is alternatives and and the artists that we're, we're doing it because we have to fucking I'm not making shit off any of this, but I'm not going to stop because this is who I am. This is how I define myself. This is what gives purpose to my day and everything. Now, when I look at my daughters, because I'm trying to. So for my own work. I look at it that way. I know it's my therapy for my daughters. I want them to have creativity in their life. And I'd like them to be able to, I'm, I'm too old. I don't even think, well, I could make a living. I'll, I'll do video editing. I'll be a part of other people's stuff. And I'm sure I can make some money doing that. But I would like them to have that creative, not great success, but the ability to, to take care of themselves with their creative efforts. So I actually, when I look at theirs, I think more along the lines of commercial viability than I do my own because I'm concerned with their, uh, with their future and making it into a, into a business, whether it be merchandise marketing, uh, uh, that they get an audience by the time they're adults have this novel. We were kids doing this all our lives kind of thing. I, I don't know, but I do view it differently than I, then I view my own work. I, I view mine more, more like uh, you view yours. I just have to fucking do this. This, this is how I get through the day. This is how I feel okay about myself. Um, th thanks, man. I got a confession to make. I thought we were live streaming, right? Like streaming. Uh -huh. like, and I'm sitting there going like, holy fuck, man. I should have done something about my, cause I normally don't give a fuck, but I was looking at my hair when you're talking like, holy fuck, man, if anybody's watching this live stream, it's going to be like crazy time. Cause it's like fucking, but we're not live streaming. We're just on Podbean. I've got some comments here and I'm trying to understand. I think, uh, S E E capital S E E R seer, please. Are you there? Please. I, I don't know who seer is, but I'm not seer. Are you seer Wes? No, no, I'm I'm not seer. Are Howard, they are Howard, they are you seeking seer? Radio Parless or X Child or XO? I just want to make sure they're not seer. So whoever seer is, I if please shout out. Someone's looking for seer. We want to send out the signal. I, I I but I don't understand that comment. This is uh, this is a uh, Macamador. It was it was asking that, but peace and love, Macamador. Are you know my eyes are my. I got to go see a doctor about this, man. Too much. Okay. All right. So now why don't we, if any, speaking of creativity on the YouTube site, the, the art of floundering podcast, there's a new amazing slacker that went, that premiered last night, but that we also showed on Wes's show last night. And that's great. I I'd love for you guys to check that out. But what I'd really like is for you guys to check out Saturday um, over on stream surfer Wes and Jess, because I'm, I've got the first scene done on a horror movie, uh, a horror puppet show. It's called the attack of the gigantic, the, the attack of the giant cock. 
Now, the premise, I'm not going to give a lot away. I think the title kind of kind of speaks for itself. Um, and I will say that will be a true representation, uh, you know, of what you see. And anyway, so I'm really fucking excited about this and I'm going to work on it today and tomorrow. Um, and, and so I'm, I'm thinking right now, uh, I don't know. I think it may, I don't know, but right. I'm really excited about this because I'm putting some effort into it, you know, taking my time, not rushing it. So Saturday, man, nine o'clock mountain time, 11 Eastern, 10 central, eight Pacific here, it, it, uh, um, stream surf, Wes and Jess. Uh, please check this out because we're going to have new content. And I, it's horror night. We're going to have new horror movies. So I just wanted to throw that out there, Wes, as we make the turn into the second hour. What do you, what do you got coming up? That's it. Oh, I got the same thing. That's mm -hmm. it. I'm putting all my efforts into the uh, Saturday night movie night. That's uh, I like the challenge of doing. It's not just a cartoon or something. We're doing we're doing live action uh, with the kids. Uh, so I, I'm putting together some horror movies and and. Honing my VFX work, getting those, uh, getting those fireballs. I, I added, I've got now fireballs and, uh, and flames, uh, coming from my evil children. So, uh, you know, I've, I've got to add and do a little bit of playing there. That's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. I'm not, I don't even know if we're going to stream, uh, 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 tonight or tomorrow night at all because we've yeah. got that going on and I just want to concentrate on it. Yeah, I, 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 I'll, as a heads up, this is what I plan on doing. I'm going to work on content. Like when we're done, I'm going to write my work on content. I'll probably do a Podbeam live in the early evening. I do like doing those. One of those stream of consciousness. No one listens to them, but I use I do them for therapy. And so I may do, yeah. I, I may do one of those because you know th this is for me is believe it or not. Um, and it's very fucking humbling, you know, it's all part of this, you know, puppet show is taxing. I mean, doing this is kind of uh, my body. It's hard, believe it or not. And, and so it's, uh, you know, you know, and so that's the other thing I was telling Wes is, you know, a lot of things that I'm doing on the puppet show in the background, I'm trying to design things for people with dis disabilities can do desk type work. Cause believe it or not, I mean, it's really weird what happens with a spinal injury. There's, there's things you think could work and things you've, I've taken, taken for granted for 50 years. Like, holy shit, my hand doesn't work this way anymore, Mar. And if I hold it in a position this way, so I'm trying to, there's, and the only way to do, I'm, I'm the only way to, to, to get better is to just do so like i said yep. you know there's a lot you know if time allows we'll see because there's some things that are in this puppet show that if people are curious if they're with this i, I can you know i may do it behind the scenes on how some of this is done for people with disabilities you know separate from the because i do think it it, it you know it might be helpful i have a friend who's got cerebral palsy and and has trouble with game controllers and yep. you know and i and i thought it would be you know get get more of that out there because there's a lot of engineers that would gladly fucking pro bono design work to help somebody game and shit like that you know and and corporations may say well and for whatever reason hey it's profit share but you know you get that information out there we're good people are decent man and and you know they'll see hey wait a minute i could fucking because everything is so and i get it why a company can't do it because all these disabilities really are individuals, like a, a fucking snowflake. Everything's different, and the, yep. and the, and the, the, the positions, the limitations, but the specifics are nuanced. And so, um, and there's a lot of good people out there, engineers that would fucking love to fucking do a one-off for some of these people. So, you know, I want to get more of that out there because, um, 
there's there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of ergonomic issues that, that I've just come to find out, you know. But anyway, back with the puppet show, I do I I I, I might not not on your show, but because it's comedy. But I I may I may start featuring it just because I think it would be helpful. I don't know, you, you know. But I I I hesitate to get in that fucking space, dude, because I'm not an advocate. That's not me. You know what I mean? And then I start dealing with advocates, and then like. They get all pissed because I'm talking about weed and fornicate. I'm like, that's why I'm not an advocate. That's they're like, hey, look, you know, if you're going to speak for our cause, we, we, I'm like, what cause here, dude? Life? I mean, I, you know, I'm not. No one has a monopoly on fucking saying that we should have quality of life. I, I'm glad that your cause does that, you know. But I can still say that in my own way, and you know, I get that we're not congruent. But that's that's why I'm not I'm not an advocate. I'd fuck you, you know, dude. That's not me. But I, I do want to help. So anyway, sorry about that. Oh no, no, that's uh, uh, the, the you watch. I totally understand that about the about uh, you might not be the one they want. They want associated because you're a little uh, fringe, a little bit on the fringe and everything. But uh, no, that's that's why uh, everybody is unique with their with their situations and all that. And that's uh, I know I know what creating means to me. And uh, if that can be brought to other people uh, and overcome some of those things, I love that. Okay, our okay. This is what he wants to know. Okay, I get it. We I I think I uh, let me follow our. I think uh, our yeah. Uh, we've got a new new person on Podbean. Um, this is what we're gonna do. Our our McCommodore wants to know what's going on. <laughs> and so, good, very good point. So this is what we're gonna do. Thank you. We're going to play a song because we're at a one-hour break. The song's going to last five minutes. After that song, we'll check the news and we'll have more form and function. Our, our McCommodore will talk about anything you want to talk about. If anybody has a topic, throw it out there. Um, I'd like it to be peace and love, but whatever you want, man, we'll talk about it. But we'll go to the news and see what's out there in the news and see what's up in the second hour. Um, but uh, to, to that point, you know, we'll, we'll kind of explain what we're talking about a little bit more and I'll put it in the chat. I, I apologize. Cause he just came in the middle going the fuck into times to fucking adult swim to now we're talking, what the fuck is going on? What, what the fuck? Right. All right. And I get it. I get it. I hear your pain, man. And look, like I said, I'm not above fucking, uh, you know, criticism, dude. So Caleb McGee, once again, Caleb McGee is going to sing pensioners blues. This is an original song that he wrote. And he performed over at my former Casa. And I always ask myself, gee whiz, man, you know, I want to, I want to help be a part of the guy, people that have this talent shouldn't, shouldn't be required to have a day job. And there is a way, there is a way. Anyway, this is Caleb McGee. We'll be right back. We're going to do weed and tea. We'll be right back. This, this uh, uh, next one's one of mine. This Remind me about the Mike West. Pensioners Blues. I wrote it, uh. Wrote it a few years ago about uh, about people getting laid off while other people make money. Oh, he was two years out from his pension. When the factory said they didn't need his shift anymore. He wants two years out from his pension. 
is out from his pension. When the black prince said they didn't need his ship anymore. It was a cost-saving measure put in place by men who'd never been hungry before. Oh, that CEO made himself a fortune. Went out and bought himself a brand new yacht. Oh, I said that CEO made himself a fortune. Went out and bought himself a brand new yacht. Then a third ship wanted was that monthly pension that they earned in that gold watch. I got the mics fixed. That was Caleb McGee, everybody. Real quick, this is cheesy, but that was that was right before we got into lockdown that Caleb came over and recorded. He recorded twice, but I, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, when I when I started my podcast, Wes, this is before COVID, and uh, you know, it's it's like this, you know, all the bullshit that doctors tell you, all the fucking, you know, and I'm sitting there going like, holy shit, somehow 
I got lucky because I've somehow been able to, now I'm sitting here in my house watching this kind of, I got these kind of people coming over to fucking do a podcast, these kind of artists, man. And it just, I don't know, I, I, cons- I consider myself so fucking lucky that to have had that experience. I mean, to be, I mean, I was having I, that perform at my house privately. I mean, I, to me, that was just, that's like a fucking unbelievable, that level of talent. Just, hey, dude, um, can you give me a hand? Of course, fucking whatever you need, Caleb, because the dude would just sit in a parking lot with his cell phone and live stream with a PayPal. Hey, I'm trying to swing fucking dinner. That guy, that guy slept on my couch for fucking weeks, you know? Um, Damn. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. He's a really good he's got dude. got amazing talent. Yeah. Absolutely and, amazing and he's talent. Like, you know, he works at Habitat for Humanity because he's, he's, he's the real deal. He just gives a shit. I mean, he's, he is, he gives a shit. He's a good guy. I, I hope just for the best. And like I said, the plan was he was going to be here this summer, but with all the COVID. So just look for that in the spring. And depending on the support I can drum up and how well I do physically, that we may have a location here in Parts Unknown, Colorado, where fucking it will be a pipeline of musical art. I just got to come up with a business model where I don't care about business model. How do you how do you have a business model where you don't care about business model, but you have to have a business? I'm, don't worry. I'm close. I have a PhD in this and I'll figure out a way to run a business without using business rules. I'm, I'm working on it. But what I want is I don't want to ever I mean, I get business realities. I'm not blind, but I don't want to have to be. Th- I want this thing to be self-sustaining where I'm out and any income generated, any income generated goes to the artist after expenses and shit. You know, after the bullshit and, and people are paid and it, it, it's co-owned, H- how you get paid is how this fucking does. So let's all work together and make it thrive. But the take, the, the quote profit depends, you know, but the books are open. It's co and it, it's, it's stuff like that. There's a company called Illinois Electric. I studied in grad school and um, from the CEO down, it was like a base salary. And depending on how the company did was how you did. So you can have a year where the CEO made less. I mean, but everybody was tied in and everybody had a stake and everybody had an ownership and from in, in the company. And I just, I, you know, I'm not saying that's always successful, but I think that's an interesting model, you know, because you want to, you want to be fair, but you also want to grow and survive. So you need things like people to be motivated, right? Competition and all those human nature things. And maybe that's a model of doing it to where the, the motivation's kind of intrinsic. You're, you're doing things. It's benefiting you and your, and it not as opposed to a company. I don't know, maybe, or maybe not. I don't know. I've never tried it, but it's something I'd like to give a shot if I go forth with this, but who knows? But the point being, Caleb McGee is fucking awesome, and please support him, man. I mean, I, I've i got two of his performances up there, but once again, Wes, he's not doing music full-time. He's trying to be a UPS driver. Well, we need more uh, 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 endowment for the arts type uh, things. We need more. It, it shouldn't it's sad that as you as you're talking there, it's well. How can we how can we make the motivation? How can we make it so the money gets to them? How can we uh, uh, when when it comes to the arts because this is for humanity? Uh, it doesn't. It'd be nice if there was that philanthropic uh, 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 donations made so that you had 
you had these channels for artists uh, so that you had these different outlets for artists to be able to make a living doing their art for the benefit of humanity because the the arts are there for all of us to appreciate learn from uh, uh be inspired by and enjoy so uh it'd be nice to to be able to get some sort of donation system situation that does that that it, you know and th those are great points and and you know here and and i think all that should be done i'm i want to put my my effort because i don't i i think regardless regardless of donations and in, which are important and music needs to be taught in school arts need to be taught and i'm an engineer guys and i and when as an undergrad i didn't want to take any fucking humanities courses i would cuss out the, i'm like what the fuck man i gotta take fucking you know you know bullshit fucking math that i can't even pronounce 101 and 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 this other bull I mean, i'm gonna be an engineer not a fucking philosopher but but all that's really important but i think I would like to be a part of helping change the mindset is there's a way to do this outside of the way the system tells you, you have to do it, which is get representation, could do this, go with an adults, all those things. And those are important, but let's face facts. That's not everybody. And there's a lot of talented people out there. Okay. It's just like the NFL or anything else. There's a lot more talent than there is opening slots in that yep. system. So you can, you can feed on that system or you can say, you know, maybe there needs to be other alternatives and I want to help create the other alternatives. And, and I just, I think there's, but it's, it's going to take looking at things differently, you know? And I, I think that my generation can't handle it, but people after me, of course, they've already done this and then some, you know, but I, I, I just think, you know, and it, when you talk about AI, uh, you know, Truthfully, in my opinion, what I think AI ultimately will be a, an okay thing. I think it's going to be a lot of growing pains as fucking as boats and truckers are automated out of work, which is coming, guys, fast. All right. That day is coming fast, you know, so and especially in its human nature, like around here, the truck drivers go, hey, man, I don't want to bring gas into your fucking small bumfuck town. Because it's not enough jack. No problem, pal. I get it. But I know how these business guys think. No problem, pal. You keep up with your fucking bullshit. Because algorithm fucking 101 is going to fucking replace all you. And algorithm 101 is not going to give me fucking shit, call out sick, or any of the fucking bullshit life problems that you're bringing to me. Because I just, I don't give a fuck about you. You're, you, 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 I'm, I'm here to write. And so that's the bad side. That's coming. The survival, in my opinion is exercising creative thought process not that you have to be good but you have to think creatively to be able to problem solve it's the biggest problems i saw with people coming new engineers new business graduates coming into the workplace they were very good at writing me a 20-page report that nobody would read over designing something that had way too much bullshit in it but when it came to like fucking just any kind of creative thought you'd lock down what do you mean where's the script Right. And engineers yep. are supposed to be creative thinkers. Guys like my nephew are, they're naturally that way. But, but guys that are just good in math and science, right. And go, I'll go be an engineer. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Do you need my card? Uh, sorry. Sorry. Speaking of nephew. Um, yeah. You do what you gotta do. Um, as, I'm on, I, 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 okay. So that'll sound cool. He's telling me he's getting lunchables, man. He's telling me he's getting lunchables. We're, we're, well, there you go. Lunchables. <laughs> I'm addicted to lunchables, but anyway, so 
I just think creativity, not, like I said, I think it's, it's like a muscle. It, it needs to be exercised. And I think I, I believe it, because it's helped me, I'm not a creative person, but because it's helped me navigate fucking horrific shit. I just think maybe it's part of the, of the, of the tool chest, if you will, of dealing with what's coming at us, which is not going to be pleasant, man. It's not. I, and I worked in this. I mean, I worked in automating call centers, automating troubleshooting processes with AI. Dude, I mean, dude, robotic, this, that, and everything. I've worked in all that. And, you know, and like, you know, how can we, you know, it was a very labor-intensive process in what I, the field I was in, automation. And I'm here to tell you, you know, the, the, the wet dream, and it's there, is what's called lights out. A lights out Amazon's coming. Lights out. What, what, what's lights out? It, it, it's nothing but machinery doing the entire job. United States Postal Service had a test bed in the late 90s called Lights Out Facility in Florida. Now, it never, never saw the light of day, but it was a test bed. I don't want to bore anybody, but Postal Service, in order to do that, needs shape-based. There's a way to do it, but you have to have uniform packages. I don't want to bore people with logistics. But um, it's coming. And COVID, COVID has put it on steroids and it is fucking coming. And, and so, you know, stand the fuck by. I mean, it's not, I don't think it's doomsday, but it's adjustment. It's could be positive. Could be positive. What uh, I, I liked, that was one thing I did like about uh, was his name uh, Yang uh, who was running for president uh, because the discussion of a universal basic income, which, which with automation in the future, we really need to be talking about this. And if universal basic income can become a, a part of how we then cope with the automation that's, that's right there, uh, it's not even on the horizon. It's like you say, it's much closer than people think. If, uh, if, if we can then allow people to meet their basic needs, will that then, will that then spur you know, we're, we're at the beginning. You, you are in a position where because of your physical uh, uh, shape, because of what happened and everything else, you, you couldn't continue down that path of what you were viewing as options and different things like that with, all, let me get yeah. back into the workforce. It's let me do that. So feasible. you were put in this, uh, okay, let me do uh, something that is for me. And if people with universal basic income, will we then have and creativity is not just puppet shows. It's not just music. No, it's, it's inventiveness. It's creating new uh, new ways of solving problems. And if people's basic needs are met, well, then we have a resurgence of of, uh, of so much new thought and creative thought that we could just have exponential uh, technology. Uh, just it, it could it could lead to a better tomorrow. Very, very, it could lead to so. a better just, tomorrow. Just like fucking you know agriculture and all these things have given us quote free time yeah of course it's you know it's and i'm not being doomsday because i do ultimately think well it's going to be a good thing all but i just i just say there is going to be adjustment and the unpleasantness part of it will be sped up because you know it, it look at things like supply chains oh geez well how can we automate that so we can have another pandemic and the business of business still goes on? Yep. Okay. And, and so it's happening. And like I said, I, 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 
I worked in it and, you know, not that I, you know, but I just seen things over time and, and it's really not that complicated. That's the other, don't get all AI, you know, AI is probabilities and outcomes basically. Okay. And, yeah. and so it, it, it's probabilities and outcomes. So that's why China can be so powerful because they have a lot more probabilities and outcomes to calculate, which means what AI is telling you, it's going to be a lot more accurate than if you get data is the, I heard, I saw some data is the new fucking oil or whatever, right? It's that's it data. data and that's why the Facebooks and all these kids data, man, data rules, Google, all the data they have because that is invaluable. Companies get that data. They know our behavior. They can predict. They know what to sell us. They know all they can fucking crunch numbers. And AI goes, they want the pet rock or whatever it is, Yep. you know, and do it. And that's, that's good. And, and universal basic income. I, I, I like that. I, I keep wrestling with human nature, right? Let's just be real honest with ourselves. Let's be real fucking honest. If we did not have it's human motivation. What, what I, what's motivating us to do the things we do. Okay. You know, what motivates us to go to work? What motivates us to be productive? Now, you, you know, it's it, human nature is what's it's so there. I, I agree with universal basic income. What, what, what I, what I think is going to be interesting, cause it's going to be part of it. How do you link that in and not completely decimate a society because they're just unmotivated fucking sitting in their basements going, where's my universal income? I'm trolling fucking Twitter right now. You, you know what? I'm, I'm just being ridiculous with it, but human nature is look, you know, if, if things were easy after my accident, I probably wouldn't be doing things as hard as I'm doing that fucking not it's human nature. You know, what's my motivation while I'm doing it is so I could, not be in pain will take away my pain. Am I still going to be motivated to fucking do this? I, 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 you, that's what I'm saying is what happens, what happens with motivation because we need motivation in life to fucking do things like eat and fucking, you know, reproduce. You need to be motivated to do these things. So, uh, it's, it's, it, it is going to be, but I agree. I think what will happen is who knows where thought can go when a lot of some of the, some of these things are not part of the daily thought process, you know, it, you know? it's well, the, the motivation when you talk about, when you talk about that, uh, and the, uh, and, and would you still be doing it? I, I have options to do other things, right. And I won't be a, but then again, that uh, I, I, I'm a, I'm a thinking man. I'm, I, I look at my own life, my quality of life, how I want to spend my time, different things like that. And I, I buck a lot of the standard motivations that people have. How much of them of those motivations, the, the motivations, uh, how much are put onto us because of the society where we have to have constant growth. Uh, yeah. And so, yes, you've got the, where's my, where's my, uh, uh, UBI I'm out here trolling Twitter. I, you know, I, I need to get a sandwich. Uh, you know, I, I get that. I get that thing, but, uh, but people, uh, people don't have, nobody's really had the options. So it's, it's hard to say now. I, I don't believe in humanity. I don't have faith in humanity. I, I really, but, to play devil's advocate. 
might might people be better when they aren't put in this in this forced dog eat dog? We're competing with each other. People that are making minimum wage are told to be angry at uh, at immigrants uh, because that's why you don't have enough money and you're not making enough. We we have such an imbalance and that motivation. The whole time you're talking, all I'm thinking is is uh, do you not follow the bong smoke? Are you not paying attention to slacker oh, no, man? No, I, are you? I, are I, you? That's I'm, the because uh, I love that you. philosophy. Yeah. Uh, why bother? Why bother? Right. You know, but I just, you know, and it's just a slippery slope argument. And I just, yeah, but I think these arguments will be used. And I think it's smart to th consider them. But like, for example, if you, uh, I'll speak for myself at 14. If they said, hey, you don't have to go to school anymore. Um, we're going to kind of like leave it up to you to kind of figure, dude, I'd just be a fucking whatever. You, 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 you know what I mean? So, I mean. Let me replay having a purpose right now. We put up, here's the way to look at it right now. We define purpose as work in the traditional sense. Right. So I think part of a universal basic income means that we as a society need to redefine what having a purpose is because right now in this context, like where I'm at, you know, what I rest with is, geez, I don't have, a, I'm not working. What's my purpose, right? And I don't see what this other stuff I'm doing could have a purpose. So maybe that's part of it is we have to redefine, you know, what a purposeful life is. Because right now, I mean, I have a tendency, a lot of people have a tendency, you know, what do you do? What's your purpose? You know, your job, right? And so when you don't have the job, what's my purpose? And so maybe that's the mindset, your purpose is not a job. It's all hippie shit. But I, I think a lot of that factors probably has to factor in, you know. Well, that could, that could be a, and that purpose, if uh, let's, I, I love the, I love the, where's my UBI? I'm sitting here trolling. I can't, that's, that's my example. Right. Uh, would that, per, uh, would that person on an individual level, because we look at purpose as though it's a societal judgment thing. Right. And so if we're in a situation where people's needs are met and, uh, and, and everything's rolling along because the machines are doing it for us. Would that person uh, on Twitter, uh, uh, they would they would want to seek their purpose. And if the purpose that could be out there is then in all those other fields where you're not competing and there aren't there aren't roadblocks to you, well, start painting. Well, start doing this. Find your purpose. Who's to say that that person who just sits there and trolls that that's not what they're good at? No, that that's, uh, uh, is uh, you know uh, playing devil's advocate right. does he need a purpose does does everyone need a purpose we need one because of how we view ourselves right and so would that person's would they develop a negative view of themselves and then and then be told well you've got to find something other than trolling to do uh i don't know that i i don't know that purpose really needs to go beyond yourself uh, and how you feel about yourself. So I, the guy, if, if everything's rolling along, if society is working and people are pursuing their own purposes, the arts and other stuff, the guy who wants to troll, uh, on the couch there, should I be upset with him? Uh, we're conditioned right now to, we're conditioned right now because of the competing for everything to judge that person that does nothing, but is the person that does nothing, uh, that, uh, uh, in a society where where your needs are met and everyone's needs are met and everything's rolling along, 
What, is there any reason to judge them as wrong somehow? Okay. Here or do we just feel bad for them and, oh, I couldn't exist like that. So that's why we view them as that way. I'm going to, bar this Dennis Miller did something about it's very similar. I'm going to paraphrase this. Um, but let's just say that you invent an AI based real doll, whatever the fuck it is, experience that people aren't going to ever leave their fucking house. They're going to sit there and fucking get AI blowjobs, go to sleep, wake up, get it. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm half joking, but imagine if something like that was fucking developed. Okay. And we laugh now, but God knows where we can fucking, you know, you get some fucking weird. It's under development. Hey, it's I under development okay. right now. <laughs> and so, I mean, my God. You, you know, uh, I, I mean, and so, but what, where, what are they? Here's, here's then the, okay. You say, my God, uh, the guy that's just going to sit there with his AI real doll. Is he wrong? And why? I'm not, no, no, I'm not. Here's <laughs> the thing. I'm not, I'm not, I, I just, I'll speak for me. All right. Let's just say, all right. I just, you know, if I'm, if I'm 20, and I'm not having to fucking worry about rent and food. And I have a real doll that does everything that I, my sick, twisted mind could think of in my 20s. I'm not leaving and doing anything. Um, that my life will be in, in that. And, and so I'm not saying that's right or wrong. But as a human being in the experience of life, it would be limited to the four walls of my whatever I'm living in with my fucking real doll. Because I, I, I just, I just think that there's, there's some good to, to, I, I just think motivation is something we, because you know, the best kind of motivation is when it's intrinsic and you do the things because you're intrinsically motivated, you know, and we all have that. So I just think, you know, as we embrace these things, a better understanding of motivation and because I mean, you know, we want to still, like you said, even that guy that in that, the guy that's trolling is motivated to get up in the morning and do that. All right. So that's what I'm talking about. You want to make sure you still have motivation. So you experience life. Not like, uh, not like you limited because now I don't have to fucking do anything. So my, all of our lives are going to be in cocoon zooming and banging real dolls. I mean, it sounds well, that, great. Uh, <laughs> it would only be negative though. If I think if everybody spent none of their, uh, if I was put, and if you were put in that position, you would not just spend your whole time doing that though, because of your personal motivations to then have other experiences but isn't there a percentage of the society that isn't that isn't you that isn't me that doesn't have that spark that uh, that isn't beyond what they are and aren't we best served as a society if we do have those elements that they have that real doll and they can just spend their life in there with that real doll yeah, I'm and not, I'm have just, no regrets on their deathbed. Oh, I'm glad yeah, I did I, that like every said, day of my life. And then they die. <laughs> I just, yeah, I, you know, it's, I, it's just, it's an interesting <laughs> topic because, you know, what would you do with your life? Be honest. 
don't be full of shit, but what would you do with your life if you did not have to, if money was not an issue, what would you do? Okay. You know, and so that's the, that's, that's the question. And so now you present that question to in this fantasy world that we're talking about, right? You present this question to everybody out there in society. Now you said you're cynical on, on human nature, you know? So what do we think would happen with a world, right? If I, I just, so you just answer that question. What would you really do? Not what you, what you're going to tell friends on Facebook. Like I would set up a nonprofit and spend my days helping the homeless. What would you really do? Watch what people do when they win the lottery. All right. Yeah. And we're all. I'm not saying it's wrong. Look, if I win the lottery, my first instinct would be, how do I take care of my family, right? Or how it wouldn't be like, how do I take, how do I do social good with this? Now that might be a factor, but I'm just telling you what the first instinct is. All right. And so, what would we really do? And, and, and so these are, I just think these are part of the discussions that, that, you know, just kind of, you know, cause there's difference. People are different. I'm applying my frame of reference to what I see out there, but it's just, I think it's just valid because I think universal uh, basic income is a good thing. Um, but I, I, I think it's like everything, like every fucking thing. It's not like one, two, three, unfortunately there's, there's gotchas in it. Thank you there's gotchas in it. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd like, I'd like to placate uh, all those people that I am cynical about. I, I love the idea that they would have, they would have that kind of outlet. It will keep them from complaining. If they're satisfied with it, uh, more power to them, more power to them. Uh, maybe, maybe if, uh, you know, not if the, if the, uh, if the real doll isn't a part of your UBI and maybe you've got to have some motivation to earn a real doll, then, and then once you've done that, you feel like you've earned it. And okay, now I'm spending the rest of my days doing what I truly, well, you would want weed. Uh, I would want, you know, cause if I'm going to be banging the robot all day, I'm going to want to get high too. Uh, there's nothing that's going to take that away. So, hey, you know, I at least have the motivation to get my get my real doll and get my weed uh, if those aren't a part of my UBI. Uh, so there'll still be some motivations there. But now I believe 85 percent of the population's uh, just taking up space uh, well, and a part that? of the engine that's moving. They're not the. It's it's hard to say they can't be they can't be introspective. I mean, uh, okay. I, I don't know. They just exist. Who wants to ask Andrew Yang? Okay. In our audience or anybody out there, if a real doll is part of the universal basic income plan, because I, there I, can't, you go. I can't believe we got, you know, should a real doll be part of universal basic income? Uh, uh you know, <laughs> how do we get on this fucking It's topic? not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Do you ever watch Futurama? Have you ever uh, seen? They had the episode where Fry uh, Fry uh, got himself a Lucy Lubot. And uh, he, because he'd come to the year 3000 without having gone through childhood, he hadn't seen the, you know, we had Duck and Cover and we had the sex films that we did on movie night. They had the Don't Date Robots. 
here's what happened. Uh, if everybody dated robots, they wouldn't go out and get a paper route. They wouldn't end up procreating and, and all that sort of thing. Howard's got some comments here. There's a video game called Detroit Two Human touches on Android sex toys, goes into Androids becoming uh, self-aware. Is your real doll Android self-cleaning? See, these are, you know, I don't want to get into a real doll engineering show, but that could be fun one to kick around. Um, but I would imagine that a real doll, you know, a, I'll put it this way. I would imagine the least amount of maintenance would be attractive. So it would be great, right? A real, a real person does, you know, so a real doll would be able to handle whatever a real doll has got to handle without the owner having to do maintenance on the real doll. I'll put it that way. There, it, So I guess cleaning would be a very important part of a real doll. One would uh, it, will it not be the natural progression once, once you've perfected the point where you have a real doll that, that can satisfy that need? Well, surely it can cook. And surely it can it can run the errands for you and take care of everything else that you've got for whatever in your house is not already automated by something that, that, else. That's the thing. The, the, you know, it's it's not a gender specific thing, you know, just whatever, whatever you're wanting. But, the, you know, in addition to it's kind of it's it, it does it does the home improvement projects. It does. It, it's the robot of the future it does it all, you know, the shopping. <laughs> To it's self cleaning, and then it can go into sexy time mode. <laughs> A Andrew Yang, is this part of the universal basic income, sir? I would like to think that I would like to think that Andrew, Andrew had seen that as a as a necessity. Miss, Mr. Yang, <laughs> Mr. Yang, yes, we've got an old guy from the audience in parts unknown Colorado. This will probably be a safe question. Yes, Mr. Yang, I'm concerned that universal basic income will will sap motivation and people will not go out there and have sexy time. To accommodate that, do you have plans for a robot that will do sexy time? Sir, I await your answer. <laughs> and then he'll give you one of those fucking cheesy politicians answers. I think when it comes to uh, real dolls, I think if you look at my record, I've always been consistent and I haven't wavered from that. So look, man, all you have to do, you don't need me to answer that question right here publicly. Just look at my record. I think you'll find that I've been consistent. He'll give you those kind of weasel answers, right? <laughs> the sad thing is, all I'm thinking is, well, Andrew wasn't enough of a polished uh, politician. Right. That's why he didn't do as well. So I don't think he would have given that answer. You gotta He'd have been more that. fumbly. Yeah, He'd have been gotta, more fumbly. He wasn't as good with that. Man. If they come at you with specifics on your real doll program, I can't wait. I wonder if we'll see that, dude. <laughs> I, I wonder. Hey, look. Politician just says, hey, look, man, we're just fucked, dude. We're all, and all of us are fucked. And if COVID fucking taught us anything, we're fucking insane and we're best left alone. So we're going to do a national program to fucking develop everybody a robot companion, man. And fuck it. And just, it's an easy way to manage you guys. Go, 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 go on TikTok and go, go bang your fucking real doll and leave us the fuck alone. What, what bang, troll doing? on Twitter. Yeah. Do whatever you want during the day. Right. Get all your needs met by your real doll. Enjoy your life. We're 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 taking care of things over here. I I I don't see a problem with placating uh, a good portion of society with that because they might have a hard time. They don't have talents. There's people that don't have talents. There's people that don't have don't have deep thoughts. Don't have those things. 
I'd love to see them placated and happy and have their needs met as opposed to raising their voice and causing problems out there in society. Amen. Okay. Now, sorry about the content this morning. <laughs> but, uh, and, and how good point. What if it becomes self-aware and demands rights? We have all these science fiction things about our AI systems becoming more human. Like, Hey man, that real doll, we could have fucking legal precedent, man. Where a real doll is fucking getting half community property, man. I mean, fuck, I, can you imagine that fucking day, dude, being in court, being the fucking Supreme Court today, fucking, you know, Jane Doe doll or whatever, fucking Bob, you know, John, John Doe doll versus, you know, Betty, you know, John Doe was Betty's real doll. And John Doe said, fuck this, man. I want, I, I had enough. Betty is verbally abusive. Betty is not, you know, trying, I'm not able to be my authentic real doll self around Betty. I feel fucking, I'm sorry. It's just irreconcilable differences, man. And this is a, you know, I want fucking half. And Betty goes, you're a fucking doll. And it goes right to the Supreme Court. And then they argue, what? does life exist? And we get into this deep fucking metaphysical fucking bullshit. It's coming. It's coming. I won't I, see it, but I, the court case is coming. I don't think it'll be there. I don't think it'll be there. I think once AI gets to that point, then then it's just a matter of uh, uh, we're at their whim. Uh, the, the, the gorillas are in fucking zoos. We've wiped out almost all of the other primates that we're related to. Anything we're superior to, well, AI is going to be superior to us. And if all of society runs, if they, if if uh, uh, everything they need for fuel, everything they need to keep themselves running is automated, and they don't need us, we're done. We're done. We we have to be controlled. Uh, our population will have to call the numbers. They'll have to have hunts. They'll have to have a, a bag limit on humans uh, as to how many how many you know the robots can go out and kill. Uh, each year because otherwise uh, we'll just we'll get sick we'll overpopulate we we don't control ourselves that well now that we've covered the end of the world there you go and, uh, and <laughs> I, I man did we hit some fucking weird topics today um the uh <laughs> let's let's we got you know got some more time let's talk about this weekend one more well real quick i'm gonna say please guys go watch the amazing slacker seven even if you're not a fan of him, Richard Nixon's in it as well as Elvis Presley. So, <laughs> the the right. Nixon impression is worth everything. Thank you. The Nixon impression alone is is worth the view. Get it's in there. Fantastic and watch it. weed, Haldeman. <laughs> good God, man! Will you? Good God, Elvis! The, you know the Beatles would get high. Quit being such a fancy pants. <laughs> Oh man, I loved that was killing me when oh. I saw that last hey, night. Hey, hey daddy. Hey daddy. Hey Elvis, <laughs> thank you for the Mercedes. I'm sorry, man. I just fucking I was having fun with and the goddamn Memphis Mafia didn't like the guns I bought for them. Well fuck them. I'm gonna go see Richard Nixon. That's right, Elvis. <laughs> we get high here in the White House. Wait a minute, that's not the America I signed up for. <laughs> hey, I love that you were able to bring Biff back. Uh, I love the 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 bringing uh, connecting Biff to that uh, that whole thing, and and Dirk, oh that, that oh, and, friggin' and Dirk, I hate that guy. And now that I know he's descended from Hoover, it's just well, that, oh well, my yeah, god, real quick. <laughs> and and for you history buffs, 
I have a historically accurate rendition of J. Edgar Hoover. So if you want to see a puppet that's a historically uh, accurate rendition of J. Edgar Hoover, please, by all means, watch the bucket. <laughs> Hi, I'm J. Edgar Hoover. <laughs> there may come a time when, when I call on you, when I will need you. That time you. may never come. But when I do, yeah, so please check out the Amazing Slacker 7. And, hey, man, if puppets is your bag, and in particular, speaking of real dolls, if you like puppet porn, well, guess what? You've come to the right place because there is puppet love scenes on that Art of Floundering podcast page right now. And I, that, that way you don't have to wade through that pesky plot. It just gets you right to the scenes. And I kind of describe what movies they come from in case you want to do a deep dive into the, but it gets right, right, to, right to the love. And look, I will say this in amazing slacker seven, Biff, there's a love scene with Biff Martin, man, CEO. It's called CEO FaceTime. And so I, th I think you'll, I think, I think, I think I hopefully, I, although they have to wait for that one. I usually like to get it right up front now. No, but also, Saturday over at Stream Surfer West and Jess's Horror Night. In the name of the horror puppet show I'm doing, it's called Attack of the Big Cock. I have completed um, the first scenes filming. And each scene, well, anyway, you just have to see. I hope you enjoy it. Wes, what do, what do you got to promote, buddy? Well, I got nothing that compares to that. Well, and 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 out there, I just want to mention it's there's part one and part two of uh, greatest love scenes. That's right. So uh, there's he's it's not like there's one video. There's two, and pretty much you'll see love scenes in everyone. That's the art of floundering podcast out on YouTube. I do Get like out there I do and, like Knuckles the Clown's love scenes. His his face is so I like his expression when Nucky is in the middle of ecstasy, dude. <laughs> He's funny, right? Nucky's <laughs> Nucky's scene, and I I don't want to give it no, away. No, it's okay when he gets spanked. <laughs> there's, there's a part of it I don't want to give it away. I'm but so tired Nucky's, of being in control. And I you think that is Nucky. in part one. I think in in yeah. part one, uh, greatest love scenes part one, the Nucky scene is my favorite. Nucky's You'll have to watch it. Yeah, it's a clown <laughs> puppet. He's like he's like, hey man, I'm tired of the road. I'm always having to make decisions just once. I would somebody. I would want somebody to take charge. That was so fun. Oh, you uh, want to was... take charge, Nucky? Gee whiz, sort <laughs> of. I can be kind of naughty if not. Come here, you pig. <laughs> That's you right, pig. I'm gonna spank your ass, beat your ass, you pig. Oh, I love that. But no, we're looking forward to uh, Saturday night, uh, and that's gonna be on Stream Surf with Wes and Jess on both YouTube and Facebook. It'll be on uh, We Enjoy Every Day, the cartoon series, uh, at Weed Cartoon. It'll be on that on Facebook. And we should have it streaming over on, uh, at least on Facebook, uh, the Art of Floundering podcast. Uh, 11 p.m. Eastern time, Saturday night, uh, 8 p.m. Pacific. You figure out where you're at in the middle there. Uh, and it's uh, I'm looking forward to that. We've got, uh, I, I love the fuck August P kids going back to school. Everything sucks. Let's do a horror night. I, I love that. I do too. It's going to be fun. And also what's there's the, what I, I really do think a project I'm getting ready to take on. We've talked about it, but uh, Spanky's taxi driver. 
I've got, we, uh, for those listening, we found the script for Taxi Driver, the original screenplay. It's on the Arizona State University website. I'm not going to plagiarize it, but I, I'm, I'm going to use the flow. There might be some similar, I, I do, I, I, I can't wait when they talk about, you know, hey, there's porno theaters for that. Gee golly, okay, but I tried that, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, Spanky's, uh, that's a long-term project, but hey, man, um, looking forward to that. Uh, hello, Wolf T. Price, man. Okay, so we've got we're roughly into the home stretch here, dude. We've covered the gamut. Let's look at the headlines real quick. Oh, yes. Headlines. headlines. All right. As always, we're just going to read them, not comment. I'm going to go through a couple news sites. First one is CNN. Uh, for, first is the breaking news on top says police send negotiators to get, to engage with man in truck making threat near U.S. Capitol sources say that's all it says. Um, headline is this a game with kids lives? Livid parents worry about lax COVID protocols and their school board members misinformation or pulling their kids out of class. Police, uh, another breaking news. Police respond to bomb threat near U.S. Capitol. Uh, Texas superintendent speaks out after parents harass two teachers over mass. Okay, so that's that's CNN. Next, we're going to go to Fox, and then I'm going to go to BBC, and that'll be it for today on the news. Okay, uh, headline. It's got a picture of a Fox. It's got a picture of Biden, and a backdrop is Afghanistan, kind of a Photoshop. It says no one's being killed. Biden insists mayhem in Afghanistan's not deadly. Can't recall advisors telling him to delay withdrawal. Next headline, threat at Capitol. Negotiators underway with suspect who sparked active bomb probe, police say. Chaos erupting. See it. Taliban fighters fire at Afghans celebrating Independence Day. That's Fox. Let's go to BBC and then we'll call it good with the headlines. BBC. Live. Taliban step up hunt for <laughs> collaborators. UN report. Who are the Taliban? You can smell death from Haiti earthquake. First mention of the Haiti earthquake. Um, now over 2,000. Um, quake is now... Uh, the death toll following the 7.2 magnitude quake is now over 2,000, with many still missing. Those are the headlines, man, for today. My comments are, what's up, Spicoli? My, my, my comments are, it's a lot, like we said, a lot, there's a lot of bad out there, right? A lot of bad news, man. And so don't want to deny that reality, but, um, God damn, it's overwhelming. What 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 are your thoughts, Wes? Uh, the it's all bad. You summed it up. Yeah, it's, it's it's all it's, bad. It's, it's the bad. Haiti thing is uh is looking really bad with the uh, twenty two hundred dead or something like that already. And you know that number is going to go up. So well, and it's, hopefully that corrects a little bit and people, you know, we get some relief efforts in there. Good. You know, and I, you know, and and. You know, like I said, I only want the three different. I mean, I don't want to sit here and bore people and read fucking headlines from twenty different news sources. But I mean, and you know, yeah, I mean, and it's 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 also like it's like there's not enough headline space to get all the bad. So you know, like with Haiti, Haiti's bad. I mean, Afghanistan's bad. COVID's bad. 
you know, uh, got a bomb threat. That's bad. And so a lot of bad. And, and, and that, 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 that's one side. That's one side. But there's also the, I mean, I'm not doing apologetics, but it's also important to acknowledge, right? The, the, there are people working on real dolls right now. Exactly. So the future looks bright. Yeah. There's, there's, <laughs> there's, there's, you know, there's a world, but no, there's a lot of good out there. And, and that, and, and that's the, hopefully the, the focus I, I, you know, I want to, I don't want to be a denier and go like, Hey, you know, but I think, I think now it's important to acknowledge bad, definitely, but also, also, focus on some good and the connective quote, <coughs> so to speak, because, you know, like we're talking about with the end of times and all this speculation of UBI at the end of the day, it's the same old shit. We're no different than we were. We were cavemen. We still cave people. We still need one another as much as that fucking upsets a lot of us, me included. I wish I could do this all on my own. I really do. I can't. That sucks. Because it flies in the seat of what we're told. Be be your own person. You know, be your own boss. Be, you know, da 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 da. What's missing from that is it's that's impossible. It really yep. is impossible. And so the 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 upside that I'm taking away is the chaos and the bad, which is horrific, is helping all of us open our eyes after what we've been through, that, you know. What's happening in Haiti, believe it or not, does affect us. What's happening in Afghanistan does affect us. So uh, we can no longer turn turn a blind eye to because all of us, all of us are going to be impacted by that. So that's my takeaway is <clears throat> it sucks. There's a lot of upside and and I believe we're coming out of this it, it slowly, but we're coming out of this a more connected peaceful people believe it or not i i see that happening but it's going to be a it's going to be rough that's my take Wes. it's optimistic it's uh i like i like the last year when uh when we all went into lockdown john krasinski who played uh jim halpert on the office uh and he's he's had other success uh as a director and and other things uh but he had a program that he started streaming from his house called the good news because all we had going on was just nothing but negative. And, uh, and it was just a highlighting happy, uh, uh, human experiences, people helping other people. Uh, he had this live stream and it, it became pretty popular, uh, cause he was in lockdown. He couldn't work. Nobody could work. And, and, uh, we need, we need more of that. Uh, if you, the news, that's not what sells. That's not what's salacious. That's not what gets the ratings. But we we need to remember, like you just said, there's a lot of good. There, uh, yes, there's bad, but there's a lot of good going on. And we need more of that. That needs more airtime. That needs to get out there in front of people so that hey, people Joe. don't just get into this, this depression over, oh, everything's shit. Because it's not. There's no. shittiness. But everything is not shit. No, no. And 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 real quick, hey, Jill just came on. Spicoli's here. Sup, 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 man. Good morning. Bomb threat at the Capitol, Spicoli was talking about. Yeah, I mean, um, hey, I got a favor. I'm doing it for those of you listening. You've, you've heard us rap about it. Our theme for movie night is 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 horror. And I'm doing a, a it's more funny, but I'm doing a, a, a puppet show, a horror puppet show. 
if anybody wants to lend their voice, I could really use some different screams. So if you want to be a part of big time puppetry, send a note to the art of floundering podcast and, and I'll reach out to you and, and we can, you can, and I'll credit you however you want to be credited by whatever name you want to be. But you know, if you want to be a part of big time puppetry and a part of the magic that what Saturday's going to be, man, you know, you think about it, you, your, your, your voice could be in a live puppet show. So anyway, I, th- I, I would, I need some screams. If anybody wants to lend a voice, it'd be great. So Wes, if anybody over there wants to send me some blood curdling screams on an MP3 five, love it. So if anybody <sighs> wants to give me some screams, um, I could really use it and I will credit you. It'll be great. And, uh, on that, you know, anybody that thinks they got voice talent, I mean, if, if you want to be a part of this, if you have music, if you do some photoshops, you look at my photoshops on the backdrops, the kind of stuff that I do. If you want to do some animations, man, let me know. I mean, I I'll make it a platform for your work and the puppets will work around your art and your music. I, you know, I just want to throw shit out there. But like I said, I'm really honestly, on Saturday, I'm actually, I, I'm trying to get better at this. I don't know why I realize puppets are silly, but, um, I really am put, I mean, I'll put it this way. I'm learning how to do blood splatter in animation. Now I don't, I'm not going to make this gory cause gore is not my thing, but there's going to be horror elements, you know, decapitation, things like that, you know? So, um, anyway, please, please, please come check it out. That that's, that's it. That's my, just my last peel for creativity. Um, that's all I got. We'll be back tomorrow morning. I don't know what we'll talk about. Hopefully not real dolls again. Cause that dude, that's just, cause that feeds into the fact that I'm getting tired of fucking isolation here. You know, what we're going to talk about tomorrow. You know, we're going to talk about the aging process and human relationships and what it's like to fucking date as a, as a fucking old man, you know, stuff like that. And how to, how, t- how tough it is to connect in this world. We, it doesn't even have to be dating, just be human dynamics. I think that'd be fascinating. You know, I'll try to get Tammy and some people on to talk about that, you know, cause it's like, you know, we talk about the dick pics and shit, you know, I, I mean, it's just, it, it's, it's kind of wild, like, uh, it, not wild, but it's just that this world, it, you know, the online differences world. in motivations, uh, from different generations and different ages, uh, what people come into the dating environment and the human react, uh, interaction environment at different ages. The thing I noticed after I was 40 and I was single about women in their forties, different from women in their twenties and and what their motivations are and different things. It was, it was eye opening for me. It's, 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 it's a trip. That's why I like to stay within my own age because we're at the same place in life. You know, um, somebody, I, there's no fucking way. You know, I, you know, I've never been one of those, I've never been one of those guys. Well, oh, let me go. But let's say I'm a, there's, there, there's no fucking way a, a, somebody in their twenties, right. And me would have anything really a substance to talk about other than their fucking Instagram, fucking butt thong pictures or whatever the fuck it was. that made me fucking do something that stupid. Right. But you, you know, you know, I just, so I like the frame of, you know, framework, but I worry that my frame of reference may not be that of a typical 56 year old. You, you know what I mean? But that's, that's the problem. Know. That's why I'm not, I'm not the typical uh, 52 people. My age are, are all out posting the, Oh, when I was young, I didn't have that cell phone I was doing. And I'm thinking, Oh, I would love to have information at my fingertips when I was a kid. 
I, uh, Jessica is 18 years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Now, a part of, of the motivation there was I, I, when I, when I uh, passed 40 and did a lot of judging myself, right. I knew that now I could actually be a, a good father. Right. Because uh, I've got two daughters that are, uh, one's going to be 33 this year. Uh, one's going to be, I think, 31. And, uh, and I wasn't a part of their lives at all. So my motivation, I wanted to find a younger woman, but not for the conquest. I, I wanted to have children. You to have children. Uh, yeah. And yeah. so it was, it was different. And she and I are both creative. Uh, we got together and we talked uh, for 10 hours drinking coffee when she came over the first time. I already knew her, but, uh, and it was all about writing. It was all about cartoons. It was all about creating. And so there was, there's that bond that we share. She's, she's just to be brutally honest, she's a horrible person. She's so terrible to me, but we're creatively bonded. And now she's got my kids. So where she's going to go. So it, it all works out. It all yeah. works out. So that'll be what we, that'll be one. Well, that'll be the tentative plan. We God only knows, because. Uh, but um, yeah, we'll try. To, that'll be an interesting thing. Just as the human dynamic, relationships, all that stuff. Because I, aging is a fucking trip. When you you know it, when you have the luxury that I do right now to like overthink it, because I'm not out yep. there, you know, grinding in a in a staff meeting. But it is it is a real trip, and and it's. Uh, you know, God, it, it, it almost, requ- it almost requires fucking psychedelics. I think, I think, uh, I don't know because you almost, you know, I, the, the, the best way I can describe a lot of my thought processes are rather psychedelic these days because it's heavy shit. It's heavy, heavy shit, you know, get, getting, you know, getting older and the things that happen when it's heavy, it's heavy, heavy, it can weigh on you, but you, you have a tendency to look, it's, it's, but it's a real trip. It's a, it's a, it's a real trip and it'd be fun to kind of talk about, but it also, um, uh, we got three minutes, three minutes before they cut us off. So guys, I want to thank everybody for listening. We'll definitely be back uh, 9am mountain time tomorrow. Like I said, we're working and working. We're gradually, and this will get better. Bear with us. Uh, sorry about the, re- I don't know if I'm sorry about the real doll, but we, t- we talked about the real doll today. Uh, I'm not sorry about the real doll. Wes is pro (laughs) real doll. I've got questions regarding human motivation and those kind of things. Um, but I do agree that we need to put the question to Andrew Yang as he, as he really thought through universal income at basic income. And if so, you know, we did what, what, where are the real dolls for everybody? I'm not just talking for, you know, not, this is not a gender thing. Everybody is entitled. However, you're wired. You know, Andrew Yang, have you thought this fucking through? Because there, we need real dolls as part of universal basic income. That's not a question for me to answer or Wes. You need to put that to our elected officials. All right, and if, all right. So let's just let's just all do that. Anyway, guys, peace and love. Go check out Stream Surf with Wes and Jess, especially last night's show. It was fun. All the shows. Also, go to the Art of Floundering podcast. We've got a brand new, amazing slacker and some puppet love scenes up there. Please, please, please. And then we've got new stuff coming Saturday. See you guys tomorrow morning. Peace and love.